You know what time it is. It's coffee time. My name is Werner Buchert, and this is Finding Frequency. I haven't said anything about technology yet. And I think we've kind of gotten used to it now. Thanks to technology, I'm able to connect with you even though you can't speak back to me. I'm able to connect with you and we can take little small adventures together, share stories. And it's only recently that I realized that not only can I share my story with you, but I can share some of the stories of people who have had a massive impact on my life. Each of the voices that you've heard thus far of strangers that are hopefully kind of friends now are people who mean something to me. And hopefully their message will mean something to you. Now here is someone else, someone who's made a huge impact on my life, not only guiding me with his values as a student, as a professional, as a father, but also a man who's allowed my brother and I to have many adventures when we went on school holidays. How great is it that I can now hang out with him on this medium? And then what's even better is I get to share him with you. Hi, I'm Ruben Puchert. Werner, nephew of mine, son of my oldest brother, thank you so much for the invitation to share with you my experience within this COVID-19 pandemic. I'm greeting you here from my home in East London, which is a city on the east coast of South Africa and also known as the gateway to the spectacular wild coast. We have approximately 280,000 inhabitants, of which, of course, I'm one of them. Our recent stats on the COVID-19 pandemic is just over 3,000 cases reported with sadly 52 deaths. Yes, um, as a person born with a genetic disorder known as Targots, which has rendered me basically blind and also being recently retired, my mobility patterns have changed substantially. So I'm not that mobile and does not move around as much as before. Which means the impact of the lockdown state we currently find ourselves in is not that severe to me as I'm rather used to stay at home and uh, find ways of achieving whatever it is I want to do. You know, for, for a person with a visual impairment, we rely quite heavily on technology, which in recent years has opened so many doors. 
And even though I'm homebound, applying technology really allows me to move across the world. Look at me. Here I'm sitting right with you and Werner sharing a cup of coffee and chatting about the recent events, all due to technology. So in that respect, I have already found ways of escaping my lockdown. But apart from that, having the ability to just sit down with your loved ones, which happens to be with you during this time, is a great experience. I'm fortunate to have my wife and my younger son and my sister with me during this time, and we have a great time. Um, yes, we would have loved to move around more and enjoy the beautiful coastal areas around us, but uh, be that as it may, we do our part to to curb this the spread of this virus. Um, I must say, I I do miss my two daughters who are both in the healthcare service provision. Uh, one being a medical doctor and the other one occupational therapist, both working at a tertiary hospital here locally and being deployed to the forefront of fighting the COVID outbreak. Um, I am very concerned about them. And uh, yes, we do pray that they would take extra care. It does help you to realize that there are thousands and thousands of very unselfish, essential healthcare service providers out there who takes care of people who are affected. And to those I would like to say, I salute you and may you be protected. May you please take extra care to look after yourself. Um, friends, family, and members of the globe, I think we have a duty to curb the spread of this unseen and destructive virus that has really managed to bring this world of ours to a standstill. And I trust that you all will play your part. For me then, remember, it is convenient to see, but not essential. Take care and look after yourself. I love the idea of thinking of things as either being convenient or essential. In retrospect though, I just wish we valued our healthcare sector a little bit more. Hopefully, moving forward, we will really consider them as a collective, as being truly essential. Also, the other essential workers out there, perhaps they deserve a little bit more respect and a little bit more reward for what they do. But that being said, I would also argue, and I might now sound like I'm contradicting myself, is that for some people, something might be 
essential, and for others it might be a convenience. Depends on you, and let's not judge each other for that. But let's agree on a few things that we as a collective consider as being essential. Now the only person I can really change is me. The only person you can change is you. Perhaps when things get you down a little bit, consider if you're wasting your energy on something that's just merely an inconvenience, or does it really require your diligence because it's something that's truly essential. Now one thing that I also think we need to both agree on, and this is a complete and total non-negotiable, is that coffee is indeed an essential. Thanks for listening.